It's that time of the week again. It's the wrap-up. Finally, Glenn and I met. We got sweaty and muddy, drank beer and had a barbecue. That is Dad Skills. Roll thing. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Good evening, Glenn. Oi, oi, how the devil are you, young man? Very good. I'm very good. It's good to have you back here on the wrap up, wrap up number 42 from the Team Super Dad podcast. Isn't that the answer to life, universe, and everything? What, as in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Number 42, which apparently was chosen utterly and completely at random because it meant nothing. Oh. Well, having only read half the book, um, so I do know they have the thing, the fish that goes in the ear uh, and Ziegbot, Deaglebun, whatever his name is. But uh, that's about, that's about all I know. I can't remember any other part of the book. Oh, you should definitely, definitely uh, have, a, have another read. And if not, actually, the uh, the Martin Freeman movie isn't too shabby. It's a decent, decent version of it. So uh, give that a watch. OK, I'll put that on the list. Look at this. 90 seconds in. We've already got film recommendations going. Oh yeah. Well, I bet there's a good live like audio version of that, isn't it? You know, like there's, there was a, a, an old BBC radio show. I think that they did it. Um, and yeah. I know uh, Stephen Fry narrated the audio book for it. There you go. Had to be, had to be. If this is your first time on the wrap up, then, then welcome. Good to have you here. If it's your, uh, you know, repeat visit coming back for more then even more, of a pleasure to have you back. Um, my name is Johnny Jensen. I'm the founder and creator of Team Superdad and the Hero Academy community. Basically, the best place on planet Earth for dads who want to kickstart their life, create the life that they want rather than the life they feel stuck in. You know, um, too many of us, it's like we like just struggling, pulling in the, in different directions, trying to make stuff happen. It's some of us successful, some of us working on it. But, you know, the vision was fun and, and even adventure. And then, and then it seems to start to get a bit tough. And I went through that. I had, I had that experience. Um, and then as I pulled myself out of it, as I turned things around, I realized how many other dads were going through the same thing. And it's not that everyone's having a crap time, but people who are having good stuff are, are, are yeah, well, it would be good if I could just fix this or, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I like work, but I don't like my wife. Well, I know I like her. I don't think she likes me. Just like loads of compromise everywhere and i really you know when starting to put team super dad together it's not that the knowledge isn't out there you know the secrets of success are everywhere youtube google ebooks audio books movies like it's, the knowledge is out there it's about putting it into practice it's the motivation the accountability and so i realized that i actually knew all the people that i needed to know and uh, to take this thing to the next level and so i just thought well if we could put them together put them to create a community, create a program and, uh, and bring in dads so they could work together, be together. And then they could start to create the life they want rather than the life they feel stuck in. And do you know, my biggest inspiration for that was actually things like standing on the touchline at my kids football and hearing other dads just bitch about their crappy life or their, or bitch about their wife and then talk to flipping mums and hear them bitch about, about the dads i'm like hang on a minute we're supposed to be having a good time here and well, so yeah depends on who you're watching <laughs> i guess yeah 
But the point is, we get one time round on this crazy rock and uh, and we should make the most of it. And so everything we do here at Team Superdad is about creating that as an opportunity for yourself, for your family, for those around you. And so uh, come on over and join us. Share this podcast. Share the live as you're watching it. Even better, by the way, you can actually comment and join in. I can see we've got a few people watching on the live. That will be on either LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. Uh, and if you if, if anyone does share someone and, and is able to point to a person they've shared, I will give them a free voucher for a beer the next time I see them. Oh yeah, okay, good. Yeah, that's I like that, Glenn. We need to do you know, more free conditions. I mean, I, if there are thousands and thousands, then I might have to draw the line somewhere. But first, 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 however many, I'll, I'll definitely buy you a beer. Oh, that's fine. They, uh, uh, my kids watch. Um, oh, what are they called? The guy who makes they make crazy foods and make a noise and um, oh, oh, toys. you talk like a YouTuber. Yeah, there's thousands of them, isn't there? There Care, are. Oh, I slipped my mind. Why does this always happen? I think it's early stage. Yeah, the only good reason to be a YouTuber is so that we can pay money to watch you get punched in the face by a professional boxer. Uh, yes, well, we're going to come on to that in a minute because uh, uh, Logan Paul and his brother. Um, are smashing it literally well smashing something they're getting smashed <laughs> mm-hmm. don't quite which but um well let's do that let's get let's get straight on this you can comment actually if you want to comment uh, and we'll see that in the in the lives uh and we'll try and bring you in but other, otherwise yeah let's get on with it let's get on with the show uh yeah the world the world's gone sport mad and one of those sport mad things it was a couple of weeks ago now but this, this YouTuber called Logan Paul has uh, had a, an, he's a, he had a fight. First of all, he had a fight with KSI, who is a Londoner. Uh, KSI? You, it sounds like something from the FIA, the, the, the new KSI requirements on an F1 car. No, he's a YouTuber. And, and um, the, my kid's brother, um, he, he was watching KSI when we were all still a family. And uh, and so like this guy's been floating around. Yeah, and he, so he's like Mr. YouTuber from Britain versus Mr. YouTuber from America. And then and then they 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 sold. If you listen to Talksport or sort of watch Sky, you'd have heard about this. But they they sold tickets, sold online streams for this, and made millions. So so this is just a YouTuber. A YouTuber's whole point is just for entertainment. So is this our? If it was our generation, it would be Andy Peters versus Philip Schofield, and they just knock seven bells out of each other. That's that. That's the equivalent for us, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't pay to see that. Philip Schofield knocking seven bells out of another geezer is taking on a whole new. Uh, <laughs> a whole new <laughs> but. Um, yeah, who else could we? Yeah, like we need, we need, we need an American. I don't, we don't clearly, we don't know any American TV stars from back in the back in the day. But oh, it could, I guess uh, could have been um, from High School Musical. Could have been Zac Efron versus versus who? Andy Crane. Andy Crane versus Zac Efron. That's a, that's a matchup. It, Rocky three. Uh, Hulk Hogan fought Rocky. Yes. Yeah, I remember uh, that. That was that was a great a great moment. Um, yeah. I'm sure Mr. wasn't Mr. T in that as well. He was the bad guy. He was Club Lane. He, uh, right. he was like the main bad guy. But um, uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, um, it wasn't called Hulk Hogan in, in the movie, obviously. But so he had a he had a a, a uh, like a 
celebrity wrestling versus boxing thing with with, with Rocky Balboa. And uh, it was only supposed to be for fun, but but um, uh, Hulk Hogan took it far too seriously. And then so Rocky says, cut, cut the gloves off, cut the gloves off. And, and he lifts Hulk Hogan above his head. Which I could do that. I could definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> his his uh, character's name was Thunderlips. 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 I mean, come on. That is... <laughs> there is a holder and it never got edited out. Like, Call it. Let's call him Thunderlips. Uh, it was a different part. day and age, wasn't it? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know my worst ever clanger at that? We were. I think I might have mentioned this before. We were writing test messages. We, so the company I worked for, I was responsible for the team that was that was creating all the content and the marketing and the sort of the onboarding messages for a text message service that O2 ran. Or that we ran mm-hmm. on behalf of O2. So once they connected connect up the gateway, uh, we had to do a load of test messages. So they said, oh, Johnny, give us a test message. So I wrote a test message, which was, uh, sorry about uh, your ringtone not arriving. Uh, in the meantime, stick your finger up your bum and smell it. <laughs> oh, tell me you didn't press send, Johnny. <laughs> so, so, but it the, the 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 service that we were testing was this irreverent uh service it, it was called uh it was called the wag so it was kind of in keeping with the content that would have been coming out but somehow this test message started going out as the uh as the um apology message the sorry your ringtone hasn't arrived for actual o2 customers <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> it was live for about half an hour genius and, and i didn't lose my job or anything so unlike um some people in the press this this week will come up to those misdemeanors but see, so logan paul he's he, he, he fought um ksi who's another youtuber yes they're basically just two youtubers then he fights someone else but it led mayweather. up to floyd mayweather floyd mayweather and they went like and six let's Mayweather was just, I mean, I, I didn't watch the fight because I refused to pay money for any of that shit. I like, but I love boxing, love boxing. That was not boxing. And and the only reason that Mayweather didn't spark him out was just because they wanted a rematch because they made so much frigging money out of it. Yeah. That, that is the weird thing about it is it's basically like WWF where mm-hmm. watching it as if it's a sporting spectacle, but actually they've agreed at the beginning what's going to happen. Yeah, pretty. As that's my firm suspicion, because there's no way that that guy could have just anyway. Uh, apparently, the whole thing was just the two of them cuddling for most of it. Now, I've I've cuddled a lot of people for that sort of amount of time, and I never get paid much money. <laughs> most of the time, it costs. Well, he's offering out Mike Tyson now. He's he's trying to he's trying to goad Mike Tyson into it. <laughs> No, there's part of me. My natural instinct is, yeah, I would pay money to get him to see him knocked out by Mike Tyson because there is no way on earth he wouldn't get knocked out by Mike Tyson. But equally, I don't want to encourage that sort of behaviour. Would you fight Mike Tyson? Would I? Well, we'd have a very loose definition of the word fight. I think it would. uh, It lasts about. 15 seconds of which 14 of them would be me running away from him around the ring. And then one second of him catching me, sparking me out with one punch and then me waking up a few days later. Have you ever done any boxing? Have you ever been punched hard? 
I've been punched on, but but never boxing because I tend to like not getting punched. I mean, call me weird, but <laughs> being punched in the face, it just it doesn't strike me as enjoyable, and I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm just less of a man because of this fact. The gloves, when if you if you've got the big gloves on, I mean, it does hurt. But it, 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 I think it hurts more to get whacked in the guts or the ribs than that. Because if you've got oh, the maybe. Actually, to get winded. Yeah, maybe. But do you know, um, uh, deaths and serious injuries went up like tenfold as soon as they introduced gloves. Because bare knuckle boxing, when when you when you when you punch someone, if you punch someone and catch them, you hurt your hand. And so, actually, there's only so hard you can punch. Whereas when you've got those gloves on, the hand damage is, is eliminated, and so you can actually punch a lot harder without any damage to yourself. So yeah, head injuries just went through the roof. I did not know this. This is a fascinating. Dropping another truth bomb. <laughs> okay, I wonder what it would be like to get hit by Mike Tyson. Like, could you? How much would you pay? Like, how much would you need to get paid to take a full punch? Oh, you see, now I grew up. I grew up very, very poor, so it wouldn't need to be much. I'd, I'd do it for seven figures. Seven, <laughs> yeah, okay. Hundred grand to get KO'd by Mike. Tyson. That's six. That's six figures. Oh, six and, and you know what? It would depend. It would depend if I was drunk at the time. Then I might. I might end up doing a six-figure deal because you know it needs to be enough that it would kind of make a serious change to your life. Because you know what? It might be the end of your life. So make it worthwhile. Oh, what about you, how, how much would it take cost for you to get um get get punched by Mike Tyson? I don't know that it'd be that much to be honest. If someone put you know like. 50 grand on the table and 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 so 50 grand for mike tyson now i don't know obviously not everyone's going to be viewing this but what they will see is i'm not exactly mike tyson so if we scale down punching things basically you're saying for 20 quid i can punch you in the face that's what i heard that's what i heard well maybe yeah i Thing is, if the fifty grand was just in front of you, and what's he is, is he allowed to take a run up? Is he just a standing punch? Uh, it will not matter. This is Mike Tyson. Oh, it doesn't even matter that he's about one hundred and four. This is Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, but still fifty grand. I, to be honest, there's part there's part of me that would want to do it for the story. Can you imagine being able to say I was in a fight with Mike Tyson? I just took one, took a punch from Mike Tyson. Well, you wouldn't be saying like that. You'd be saying. <laughs> <laughs> your entire jaw would have been <laughs> destroyed in the process oh well look in the realms of experiences we we did our first we we met this weekend glenn this is this is really the time i know how tall you are i know it's like eddie murphy and Jody Blake. Like, he has legs he has <laughs> We did indeed. Yeah, we, we met up and we did um, something that we booked. I think we actually booked it either on or immediately after one of the wrap ups. No, we did. We booked it on the wrap up. I kind of, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting echo. In, your end. in that case, while you, while you keep, while you fill and you tell people what's going on, I'm going to grab a pair of headphones. So I'll, I'll be one second. Yeah. yeah. So Glenn and I got introduced by an, another chap as I was looking for people, other dads to do the wrap up with. And, um, and this guy called Josh, said uh, oh you gotta meet you gotta meet uh, you gotta meet glenn he's a dating dad on twitter so then glenn and i have been doing these wrap-ups now for aren't we we're, we're well in now we're we're definitely in about five or six months so 
So I'd never met Glenn. <laughs> As Glenn said, didn't know how tall each other were. Funnily enough, we live almost round the corner from each other, which is ridiculous in the realms of how big's the planet and, and where could he possibly live. And then a few months ago, I was talking about this mud run that I was doing. And then we were on the wrapper as I was talking about it. And I, I, <laughs> I felt like I was daring you, but you, you just said, yeah. So there wasn't, there wasn't much of a, of a, of a dare. You just said, yeah, but yeah, there's very little that I won't say yes to. <laughs> so we did dirty, rot, the dirty rotten scramble, which is a OCR obstacle course race, which sounds a bit, I don't think that does it justice yet. You want it to be like, yeah, we did this dirty mud run and there was fish in the I was expecting more mud and less run. <laughs> it was like a trail run. I think it was it, not many trail runs involve you swimming up to your, well, chin. We, some of them you could end up, you actually did have to, to, to properly swim across this muddy pond. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah, 10 K run with, with, was it like a trail run in a whole park in Tenton. So, and, and it was about probably about 250 people. Yeah. Um, yeah. About that. Yeah. Did you check? Did you check your results? Wait, we get results. Did, yes. I, did I win? Did I win? I didn't win. Joe, uh, uh, my good lady, she sent me. Uh, she sent me our results. So we weren't actually pushing. We kind of ran as a team. That, that's that's the that's the interesting thing to say about this thing is, is there was Glenn, myself, my girlfriend, my friend Paul, who's also part of Team Super Dad. So this pretty much was our inaugural Team Super Dad sporting event because there were three members of the Team Superdad uh, community in attendance, running together, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and Paul's girlfriend. So, yeah, and, uh, and, then, uh, and, and James, who's actually Paul's girlfriend's brother-in-law. That's a lovely weird. guy, former Marine, built like a brick shithouse. He did, didn't he? When, when she said afterwards he was a former, former Royal Marine, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense now, because he, he just... <laughs> When he stood there, he was just, he looked, he was, it wasn't like he was standing to attention, but he just looked like he, like he wasn't going to move for, for nothing. He's just like, we're just standing chatting. He's just like, yeah, James. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we, don't, we weren't exactly pushing it. Oh, well, I know. Here's, here's the funny thing. It, it was a very chilled out run for me. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty much a, uh, a, like a casual fun run. Um, but not trying to uh, poo-poo your effort, Glenn, but uh, you were you, you struggled because every time we'd stopped and had a rest to wait for you, <laughs> as soon as you caught up with us, we carried on. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's two things. I, I do an awful lot of hiking, not an awful lot, but I've done, a, I've done a lot of hiking in my time and, and so on. And part of me, it, it's drilled in that you wait, I'm, all, I'm always at the back. I always step back so I can see who is in front of me. It's a safety thing. thing. So I'm used to doing that. So I'm always like wherever the back is. Um, so that was, that was where I was. Um, and there were times towards after about 8K, I was thinking, you know what? I need a walk. I can't, I can't run this. I haven't done any bloody training. I've just, literally just turned up today. I haven't run in, I don't know how long. I need, I need to walk a little bit. Um, but yeah, and then so I'd be at the back, and you guys, all your your hyper fit, like you do all the the fitness as part of the five Fs, and you, you're all you you really hyper fit people. You'd fly off into the distance, and then by the time I caught up, it was like, yeah, right, let's go. I just I just got here. No fair. It was a bit that was tough on you. I did feel for you there, but 
but in the same way that you were, you know, keeping up the rear, I was dragging us all all forward. So, yeah, we finished. Uh, we, we had about two hundred and fifty people there, so we finished pretty much uh, halfway in, in in the in the number of people, basically. I'll take that. I'll absolutely take that. Um, We overtook a lot of people and so on, and we did not disgrace ourselves in any way, shape or form. And no one died. Yes. Always a plus. Although one guy nearly did die, didn't he? Yeah, apparently so. So this, this was, this kind of made me laugh. Also, that's not very fair to say that, but so in in one of these muddy ponds, apparently someone in the elite right, or or in, in the, in the gang that were kind of leading the thing, he launched himself into the pond, got to the middle of it and then had some kind of panic attack, um, which they hadn't anticipated. So there was no one there to really save people. So other, Mm. other competitors had to pull him out. Oh, how would you feel one? I mean, it's, he, he knew there was swimming involved. So I can't, I can't understand how you'd, you'd panic in the middle of a pond. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is you would have to swim another 15 yards to get to the other side. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's not like there's fucking sharks in there or something. There might, I mean, there might have been leeches and I've got no idea what, what filth was in there, but you're not going to get attacked by eels. No, a couple of them stank. So, oh, yeah, properly rotten. That was where the rotten comes from in Dirty Rotten Scramblers. It was the stench. Yeah, they were wrong. Now, the only thing that I, that disappointed me about the entire day, no beer tent. I know, at the end, you want to have a beer a, a beer tent, yeah. But I think that's probably a bit, a bit COVID-esque, a bit, a bit COVID-esque. But I think they, they, would, had a, they had a chip, chip van. Yeah, I think there'd have been more people um, in the grand scheme of things had, had it been normal circumstances and i think that would have warranted a beer van mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah. next time next time maybe yeah so we're gonna so uh, listen uh team super so people listening people listening and watching if you are in remotely fit um then watch out because we're gonna uh, look out for some further events and kind of sign up if you're not fit then also watch out and, and, and do it if you've been watching my profile i've been doing because I, I, I preach this f5 and and keep fit and and uh and then i share videos and i encourage people to go for a run do some press-ups but i'd never actually done 30 consecutive days without missing missing and uh, missing a day so i'm on i'm on day 14 or day 15 now glenn mm-hmm. and i As know this kid- because um after that we, we end up grabbing a, a few beers and some meat and having a barbecue and as i've turned up i've looked at I, i'm I'm standing there rubbing my meat um, with you know, a nice dry rub on some ribs, you filth mongers. Um, yeah. So I'm rubbing my meat nicely to make it tender and nice. And I look over and Johnny's basically stripped naked in the garden doing push-ups. All I kept hearing was, ugh, ugh, ugh. and I'm thinking, what the hell have I come along to? What sort of barbecue is this? And my keys, they're probably at the moment staying in my pocket rather than finding any sort of fishbowl that's hanging around. Yeah, you could have chucked it on the table next to what you thought was the fruit bowl and, uh, <laughs> and got a, a completely different kind of fruit. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the because all day long I've been thinking, does this count as my as my 30 day workout? But, you know, it was a run and it was it was muddy and, and, and but it didn't there was no press up or sit up or, you know, involved in the, in the experience. So as it got nearer to the end of the day, I kept thinking in a minute, I'm gonna have to do this workout because otherwise I'm going to eat a load of meat and drink beer and I can't do it after that. So I'm going to have to. So in the end, I literally just yeah, took my T-shirt off and, and laid down in the garden and did them. 
Mate, I, 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 I'm so glad you didn't ask me what I, whether I thought you should because I'm the wrong answer for that. I'd say no. You have, you have worked out today. Well, that was the thing. And, but this is, this is the pushing through those thoughts and actually doing what you said you were going to do regardless mm-hmm. of how you're thinking or feeling, which is actually part of any kind of accountability and motivation is, is why can't you do the thing that you said you were going to do every day, whether it's put money aside, whether it's be nice to people. I don't know what the challenge might be for people. Manage your expenses, t- t- date night each week with your wife, uh, say something complimentary to your kids every day, um, hug your kid every day. Uh, you, say, you were saying it only, only takes you about 15 minutes a day. And I said, and I was very clear. Uh, um, I said, it's not, I haven't got time. I don't make the time because we can all make 15 minutes. We really, really can. Everyone's got a little bit of slack and a bit of sway in a diary. You can make 15 minutes happen if you really want to. Yeah. And so, uh, and so that's, that's, that's what I've been playing with is, but now I've been thinking if I do 30 days, what will happen if I say, if I stop? So, I'm thinking of declaring it. You'll get really fat, really fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of declaring a 365 day thing and seeing, seeing what that. If Logan Paul can jump in a ring with Mike Tyson for, my thing is I'm not, I'm not hundred million dollars, am I? So you're not. You're not. I mean, firstly, you're getting the satisfaction, which is good. But it's for me. It's all about um, taking it slowly. It's all about saying, right, let's just let's commit to the 30. Do the 30, and when you've done the 30. Do another 30. For me, if I've got something that says 365, I'm like, Christ, that's a long way. And you miss one day and you're fucked. So for me, and and everyone's different, but for me, it's just about breaking it down. Like when we were doing that run, it was, okay, 1,000 metres. Then where where I've only got, then do the next 1,000, then do the next, just take it one step at a time or a 1,000 fucking steps at a time. Um, And that for me works. And for you, it might be, right, one year um otherwise i might do a decade what would happen if i did it for a decade i don't think it will i was just i was just interesting thought but but you're actually right and uh curiously enough the 30 day challenge the team super dad 30 day challenge for around the fitness is being turned into a into a real thing and so um you can come and get the chart and the fitness thing in tomorrow's coaching session in the team super dad group is martin sharp is joining us where's the team super dad group uh, if you go to teamsuperdad.com forward slash group, see what I did there? Uh, it's actually a community. It's a com- an awesome community of dads uh, putting it's together. A team. It's a team. team. That's what it is. It's putting the team into Team Superdad. And uh, Martin, Martin Sharp, is, uh, is, is, he, he was 24 stone. I mean, that's not a small boy. No. And he's down to 15 now. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's uh you know, I, I can probably bring up. He's, a, lost, he's lost three quarters of me. Mm. Yeah, from, from, from 24, yeah, nine stone. Yeah, nine, nine stone. Yeah, that, so is, I'm that is incredible. Good man, good man. And, uh, and yeah, the transformation is a bit like that TV program. Have you seen that TV program? Look. Look ten years younger in ten days or something like that. Oh, look, right, young, right. Look, that. look younger in ten days. No, no, no I haven't. Oh. I, I think I might, I might have seen something on Gogglebox or something where That's I was seeing I them watching it. Well, that would be it then. That would be the only time I've seen it. Yeah. That's it. Pretty much the only time we, we did we did jump off and do like a on demand and, and, and skip through but yeah, they but they're allowed to do anything. It's not just 
lose weight or, or change mm-hmm. your clothes. They can do hair transplant, facial stuff. Uh, Look, they, they used to have a TV show, and my ex used to watch, called The Swan. Um, and in this thing, they would take conventionally unattractive, pro- pro- probably overweight, you know, bad teeth, bad skin, bad face, bad eyes, bad everything. Um, and they'd have them for like three months or whatever it was. And they were plastic surgery, the shit out of them, put them on a training regime, like you say, hair transplants, um, kind of new dentistry, literally take them and rebuild them and then present them back to their family. Uh, and I was like, well, if, if, if you went in there looking like Gail Platt and you came out looking like Gail Porter, it's going to be a bit weird, isn't it? And the amount... <laughs> The amount of, uh, I'm pretty sure that so many of those marriages must have just broken down where that swan just decided to fly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've been, uh, I, you know, uh, I've been uh, stuck in this relationship for however long, putting up with you, and and then they come out and uh, da, 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 da. oh yeah, yeah I didn't, didn't feel I could do any better, but you know what? Look at me now. Yeah, well, listen, let me. I bring up a picture of of, um, of Martin. Here we go. Can you see that? Wow, that is such a difference. Such yeah. a difference. He looks Good like a ginger. Uh, <laughs> and then his, his transformation is slender. Uh, I mean, do. don't get me wrong. He looked happy before. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't look happy now, but you know, he, it's not like he was like, you see some of these things where people are massively overweight and you're thinking, obviously they want to, he could have lived a life like that, but obviously he saw it for himself. He wanted to lose that weight, I'm guessing. And he wanted to get fitter and it was his own goals and his own motivation to make that happen rather than the doctor saying, if you don't lose some weight, you're going to die. Yeah. He had health conditions. He was generally body conscious, not that, you know, it was, it was impacting his, his life. Hmm. So he lost so he's 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 a he's an IT consultant, but he's also a personal trainer now. So he's coming on the coaching session tomorrow. We're talking like all things weight loss and fitness. But again, what I want to stress to people is this isn't about winning a triathlon or having an epic six pack. This is this is wherever you're at on the journey. It's couch to five k. It's it's stop eating crisps and chocolate mm. every it's it's be able to do 10 press-ups because you can't do any right now it's it's is this is the journey uh, and for some of the people in the group yeah <laughs> tommy who's in the team super day group he just won the southeast bodybuilding uh not not like posing stuff like proper strong stuff like he just it's basically yeah. squatted this crazy circus like weight thing with two cars on the end you know like (laughs) (laughs) what i'm saying is there's people there's people across the board in in there right so just get get in there do this daily sweat join the 30-day challenge and we'll we'll get and i I think and tell me if i'm wrong in this work out for yourself what you want to be you know i i know and i know i i'd love to look like ryan reynolds in blade three i know it would be great I'm never going to do that because he, he had personal trainers and he you know, fitness gurus and he basically dedicated his life to be able to look that good for a proportion of the filming process. I'm never going to get there. But I know that I could be fitter. I could be a bit fitter. I could be able to do a 10K without then not being able to walk for two days. Um, yeah. All those little things is about, I guess, finding those achievable goals and then committing to do them. And, and like you, being accountable, having people to say, have you done that today? Yeah, because it is a bit, it's a bit role modeling as well for your kids. Mm. For me, this is why the F5 fitness, right, is be able to do a 5K run 
in a in a acceptable kind of like not dying basically you know can, mm-hmm. can you do 5k in half now uh can you do 20 press-ups 20 sit-ups can you do 20 star jumps like i'm not saying if you can't now that's horrific but equally as human beings we should all be able to do those things so that's 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 the kind of benchmark i've got for for people in, in super dead crew and slash group was that yeah yeah and we're gonna have some more fun at these events because those people that had their own tents and t-shirts i'm like yeah i want that and and just to say as well it was epic having the two ladies with us because team Supermom has always been part of my vision for this and uh, having awesome women around is is actually when you think back to the goal and vision you want when you when you mm-hmm. now let alone when you're younger was like yeah of course i want to have awesome female mates of course i want to have a great girlfriend wife whatever i want to have a laugh i want to like good fun mm-hmm. men are having fun good and you can't have, you can't have dads unless you have mums as well so uh, you know what it's, it's yin and yang it is it is exactly so and they were great uh, hi as well hi it was lovely to meet both of you i know it was epic we, and, uh, just to, just to re remind everyone it was the first time glenn and i had met it was, it was hilarious because when we got out of the car we had a kind of awkward covid sort of moment where we didn't know whether to you bump elbows or what you do and yeah you just don't know things tease ridiculous so anyway we, we did shake hands and then we later talked about it and then we hugged <laughs> <laughs> and then later at the barbecue i mean we, actually we, we shouldn't say that you know what happens at barbecues with fish bowls stays in barbecue fish bowls exactly exactly uh well by the way go back back to the, the mother the, our, our kids do, I, I think my daughter would have done the the swim as i said she would have done the run i'm not sure she would have done the muddy swim i'm assuming you're talking about the 5k rather than the 10k oh, oh yeah uh, yeah she yeah this is 5k yeah because she's nine and he's 11 um he'd have done I think, it I, I think i think my eldest boy would have done it because he's uh you know he plays football he's really fit cycles he's that sort of he's a he's the kid i wish i'd been at his age he would have gone for the 5k my eldest yeah. I don't think she would have made it to the starting blocks. She's not particularly coordinated and is not athletic at all. And the younger two are just a bit too small. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good. It was good. There was a few, there was a few kids slash young people there. It was, it was really good, to, really good to see them all there. So, ba ba ba. Oh, by the way, I seem to be talking loads about Team Super here. I've changed the name of the group. It was Motivated 40 Plus Dads. And, and uh, the, the, the number of people joining slowed significantly. So we changed it to Happy Dads, which was something I was toying with before. And uh, and the, the numbers are clicking up quite quickly. So, so if you're listening to this and wondering why the name keeps bloody changing, it's, it's not because we're on the run from the flipping Interpol. It's <laughs> just I'm playing with it to try and increase the number of people joining up. So... Uh, after a little poll between a few members, Happy Dads, Team Superdad, uh, seem to be uh, both uh, approved by people who are already in it and uh, and the Facebook algorithm seems to be working for us as well. So Again, bring a friend, you know, get, get them to join the team. Yeah, come on board. Uh, summer holidays are, uh, are coming up, Glenn. What, can you believe this? Three weeks to go until blooming summer holidays are, are starting. I'm I'm... Because I haven't got a summer holiday planned, I'm a little bit I'm shitting it, to be quite honest. Um, when you say a summer holiday, what are you talking about? Well, the kids are on school holidays, and then 
we would normally be going to Chicago to see family or France to see family or been to Greece and Portugal for a little sort of, you know, all inclusive or get a villa and, and shop at Audi and, you know, all, all that jazz. And right now I've got nothing planned. <laughs> Shit. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I got Oh, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I th- the kids will take lumps out of each other if we're together that long and, and I'll go mad and end up swearing at the kids and feeling bad about, <laughs> about swearing at them. Um, I don't know. It's mad because last year obviously was, was mental because of lockdown and COVID. So there was no, no chance of getting abroad. Although I did manage to get them off to a caravan in Wales, which is the most sunburned I've ever been. Really weird. Um, (laughs) But yeah, normally since, since the breakup, I've tried to take them away on holiday every year because we never used to do it as a family. And so I've made a point of saying every year, I'm going to take the kids away somewhere. And this year I can't, which is annoying because also this year is the first year I've got unlimited annual leave. So I've booked off every single week with them, no matter what. I don't need to because I realised last year I can work while they're still in the house and they don't care as long as they've got a screen. But I thought, fuck it, let's, let's make use of this. And typical, the first year that I can actually take all that time off, I can't take them anywhere. I'm just going to be sitting doors at this rate if we keep extending lockdown. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's definitely looking like we're not going nowhere, but. No caravan. We went to we went to Essex to uh, <laughs> to some place called Jarrick or Jarrick. Uh, someone who we met at the at the caravan park told us that, that Channel Five did an episode, uh, did a documentary there called um, Benefits by the Sea. Okay, and it's like this place where everyone's like on the dole and doing crack, and and it's by the sea. Like it's like <laughs> oh, it sounds like my kind of place. My kids would love it. And when we went there, it kind of was, it was, it was beautiful, the beach. And then the, the sort of the town bit was, was fairly, fairly run down to say the least. Right. But uh, just next to, um, uh, oh, it's got a pier. It's in Essex. <laughs> it's happened. No, further, further north, further north. Clacton. Clack, no, uh, yeah. Where's the, where's the, there's a zoo near there. There's a zoo near there. Um, oh, I haven't got a didgeridoo to be honest. Oh, I have to get Google up. My brain's gone totally blank. So, um, but yeah, it was, it, so the caravan trip worked out well. We, we, we may well do that again, but uh, equally might, I might be looking at some soccer camps and, and, and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's, what, 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 what's everyone got planned? Uh, if you're listening, uh, if you're watching, uh, comment, let us know what you've got planned and, whether you're looking forward to it or not. It's not quite the same as going to Portugal for two weeks, is it? Blimey. Blimey. Yeah. I mean, on the plus side, it does mean you'll be able to do a little bit better with your F for finance and save a few quid this year, but it's not as much fun. What's money in the bank going to be doing when you can have a holiday instead? I, I always figure I've only got so many holidays or so many years before all my kids move out. And I missed most of them because, well, we didn't go away before for, for one reason or another. Um, but now I've got them by myself. I can take them away. My daughter's going to be 17 this year. There's only so many years when she's going to want to come away with us. And so I've probably only got another two or three holidays max before she starts going away with her friends instead of actually coming out with us for a family. And then it just changes everything a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to make the most of every single moment while I still can. Yeah, totally. It was Clacton. It was, it was the, the rough place was called Jaywick and, um, and Clacton was exactly what we're talking about. 
yeah i i i, I, I don't know I, i've got family I, and i've got people around me who've got older kids and they are a really tight team still and uh and they still enjoy hanging out together and stuff so mm-hmm. plus if you're talking about going to a villa and you're inviting someone who's 19 more often than not they're going to say yes <laughs> i've just realized that, that jaywick where you were is what's the scale on that far is about three miles from my mum's house oh she lives in brightlingsea and if you i know you're not listening but hi mum well all around was very nice it's just interesting that this jay they made a documentary called benefits by the sea basically mm-hmm. um another thing that's been challenged troubling me and challenging me glenn is just music um I, what about music I was in your we were in your car and uh you you had some drum and bass on on the way to the mud run and then as we were, when we were coming back it was a bit sort of there was it was a bit more eclectic there was a bit I didn't mm-hmm. feel like a grime type sort of sort of yeah so so, what, so I figured on. yeah I figured on the way there we've got to get your know, heartbeats up you've got to get ready got to get pumping get get set so drum and bass let's do that because that's, that's my running music um yeah. but then on the way home I, I've got Uh, a playlist which i actually started making a few years ago called it's just called new stuff and it doesn't have to be new music it has to be stuff that's new to me that i haven't got any previous memories or associations with okay. from previous life because every song you've got a, a reference point and I, i still listen to all that old music but this is just a nice no no kind of uh, ties playlist which is wonderful and i've it's taken me years to collate it and it, it's it just keeps growing just keeps growing another couple of songs every week just get added to it and and it's just wonderful to do is this on spotify yeah yeah absolutely i'm happy to share it's it's you really be- okay. it's ridiculously eclectic absolutely is it's it's um pretty much everything i can think everything i find i just say do I like that song? And if I do, I stick it on the list. So there's no rhyme, no reason. It can go from uh, opera to, to grime to proper hardcore metal through to um, soul classics and all this okay. sort of stuff. It's brilliant. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get Glenn's uh, 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 playlist shared. There are a couple of Team Superdad playlists, actually. We, we, uh, from time to time, I put a post up and I say, give us some you know, Sunday morning tracks. Or I've, there's, there's another one called, I think it's just called The Kickstart. It's like basically mm-hmm. if, you, if, you, if you've had a breakup or your head's in your ass, this is like the comeback playlist basically. Um, so, yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll make that public and we'll put it up in the in the Team Superdad group so people can uh, either compliment or rip the piss. Uh, I, 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 do get, I do get my kids to help me as well. So I'll get messages from them just saying, I've heard this song, I thought you might like it. Um, one of the recent one that ones I added was uh, it's a metal band, but with a reggae feel um, almost breaks into punk, but it doesn't quiet. And it's, it's good. I like it. It's not, it's not something I'd have found by myself because it's hard tracking down new music. I realized I was just, it's easy to get stuck in a routine or in a rut of just, I like these songs. And so that's what I'm going to listen to. And I realized I was just missing out on new stuff and there's great new bands coming through. As I, I'll be honest, there is a lot of shit but I'm guessing there was a lot of shit in the years gone, uh, gone by, but the things that were good stood out and stood the test of time. So it's just about finding those things which are going to stand out above the crowd. Yeah. And that's where I'm struggling. That's what I'm thinking. I, I, I feel like I'm not broadening my musical horizons. 
Uh, and as I sat in your car on the way back, I was like, oh, this is, this is all right. I wonder what this is. Or, uh, or, uh... Well, it's, it's, that's, that's what Spotify is good for. I mean, you know, it's got his got his critics, but um, there's a, they do do regular releases of new music, new collated playlists and curated content. And so there's a couple of playlists that I'll, I'll regularly listen to. And I'll force myself to listen to, because they get updated every week, I'll force myself to listen to them three or four times, because sometimes you don't realise whether you really actually do like a song until you've heard it a couple of times. Um, sometimes they just, I love this straight away, but other times it'll just grow in you and grow in you and you'll find yourself humming it. And so if I like it, then it gets added to the list. What they call that an earworm or something, don't they? Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, 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 it's, it's a habit because I used to do a lot of DJing. Um, and so it takes, it, you just got to work out, you got to get, get your own ear. And sometimes it's about not saying it's this style of music. It's saying, is it a good song? And it doesn't matter the genre or anything. If you like it, it's good music. Wisdom there. Wisdom. <laughs> There's a couple of DJs. Greg Wilson, he plays very eclectic mixes at, uh, at festivals. Uh, Mr. Scruff as well plays a crazy mm-hmm. eclectic mix of, uh, of tunes at festivals as well. So it's been a while since I've been to a festival like that. Blimey. I think well, they're coming back. Obviously, if, if they can have 140,000 people at Silverstone and there's going to be music there as well, it won't be long before proper music festivals and gigs start coming back as well, especially the outdoors ones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, did you see the protests in London on the uh, on the 26th, so two days ago? I saw some YouTube clips or some, some Twitter clips. It looks mad. I, I saw it on, on YouTube, and then I went searching for it on other socials. And what was the maddest thing was how it wasn't on the news. Do you, I mean, do you want to tell people what it was? Because not everyone would have seen it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so on, and it wasn't the first one actually, but on the 26th of June, 2021. So two days ago, as we record this, there was a, uh, a march through London and I saw it under some different kind of hashtags. So there, one of them was a freedom to dance. One of them, another one was, um, um, uh, talk about lockdown, um, end lockdown. Um, oh, there was another, was a main, I was just freedom march. I think it was just like freedom march. There's a couple of things, but it, it was like a big procession, really. There was a few, um, few, um, like vans with speakers on, like, like, mm. like, uh, Notting Hill carnival sort of, um, um, Sound systems, that's the word I'm looking for, like sound systems where they've, where they've got DJs on them and speakers on top. And then there was other, other bits that were sort of free Palestine. And so it was just a big old freedom march. But it was, it was much about people saying end lockdown or views on vaccine and all that sort of stuff. But there was thousands and thousands of people there. Mm-hmm. And this, this, is, this is my problem because I, I love the idea of, of people wanting live music back and doing all that. But equally... It's still COVID, people. Stop being so frigging stupid. If we can, it feels like we're absolutely, we've got over the last hurdle and now we're stopping to tie our shoelaces together to make it more difficult to get to the fucking line. Just keep it calm, keep the long term picture in mind and just give it some time so that we know it's right. Pisses me off. Yeah, well, it just confuses me. I, I, I don't really know. I don't really know what to think. I don't, I just don't know. But the fact that in terms of propaganda or how the news is controlled and siphoned towards us or not, 
uh, it's just kind of bizarre that you can have that many people marching and well, it might I, really, not really be mentioned. I guess they don't, they don't want to give it too much kudos and attention so that people think that that will make a difference. I guess it's like not, um, not filming pitch invaders and streakers and stuff so that everyone thinks, oh, well, this is great. You know, we can just go out and do it and get on the telly and that'll be great. Um, I guess if they if they minimise the exposure to it, if there's no trouble or anything like that, then people won't know about it and they won't look for it. Whereas if now there'll be loads of people who've seen that and thinking, you know what, I'm going to sign up to that list. That looked like a great laugh. I'm going to go along to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, there was an, uh, a legal outdoor rave uh, got broken up in uh, Brighton uh, this weekend. Uh, 2,000 mm-hmm. people Sunday morning dancing in, in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the Downs. And where were you that. at the time, young man? Where were you? Oh, exactly. I, I, I need to. I don't know. Part of me, part of me would love to go and do all that sort of stuff, but the other part of me uh, just can't imagine what it would be like uh, to try and get through the week having partied all weekend. <laughs> I think with my knees, I'd, I'd know it. Yeah, we'll have a, we'll have a chat about it if I win the lottery. Uh, oh, by the way, tonight. I, on the subject of money, I have got a guy coming on to do the sensible podcast. This is Glenn and I doing the silly podcast. I have a guy coming on called Yarrow Starrick. He is he's a proper internet entrepreneur. Proper. Like made money. <laughs> like, well, they find money because you know what? I I have once sold a, sold something on eBay. So I've made money on the internet yeah, as well. He's, he's an internet millionaire for sure. Good man. Um, funny thing, although not that funny, I the first ever online course I bought was his back in mm-hmm. 2007, 2008. Yeah, what was and, it on? Uh, it was an article, Blogging Mastermind or Blogging Masterclass. Mm-hmm. And typical Johnny, I did some of it and stopped and started. And then because I wasn't getting the results, stopped. I mean, like, what the fucking hell is that about? So you stopped, then you didn't get the results. So you didn't restart. Start. And the I whole started. Point, so the whole point was, you know, you've got to do all of these things and then you stopped and didn't get it finished. So you didn't get the results. And so that you didn't think, let me finish it. Let me get all the, trust the process. Again, just absolute shocking story of my life. And when I have a breakthrough <laughs> in this area, we are smashing it all. And actually, again, it's part of my motivation and drive for Team Super Dad is that there's so much that I've learned and so far that I've come. And yet there's still mm-hmm. so much to learn and so far to go and so to bring all these people around us and say just just, just for the rest of us how the hell did you do that <laughs> um because yeah i'm like baking a cake i'm doing a jamie oliver recipe and i'm just going oh well sod the eggs and milk let's just see how it goes yeah. <laughs> and then in the oven i'm like where's, where's the cake <laughs> i said cake well i don't know eggs milk what's the problem you know chill out so he's coming on the show tomorrow or tonight, even tonight, Yarrow Starrick. So uh, in about in about an hour, you'll be able to see me live again talking to Yarrow Starrick, and uh, yeah, things you started but never finished. What anything you started but never finished, Glenn? I started uh, a marriage, um, but actually, no, that did that did kind of get finished in a way, didn't it? Um, I know there's loads of things I've started and, and don't finish. It's one of those I, I'm, de- I'm I know my strengths and weaknesses. I'm a starter. Not a fin- I'm not a completer. I need, pe- I need to surround myself with people who will take what I start and take the momentum and then finish it all off and you know, round off the edges. And, and that's okay. I, I know that about myself, but 
if I didn't know that about myself, then I'd be surrounded by the wrong people. Yeah. Relay race. Yeah. <laughs> I guess actually when you ask that question, it's like kind of quite a fun sort of, yeah, truth or dare, like, yeah, things you started or no, I never, uh, uh, things you started but never finished. And then you realise that most of us go, yeah, but loads of those. <laughs> albums. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's, there's so many little things. Um, yeah, it, 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 story of my life, really. But, you know, it depends on depends on whether there's an, a defined end point, because that sounded like there was an end point. There was a, you know what, do these sessions and do these things and you're all good. As opposed yeah. to, you know what, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm all right with this now. I've finished. I've, I've completed as much as I want to complete. Yeah. Uh, yes. I guess that's like an evolution and move on. Yeah, totally, totally. I got asked on a Zoom call I was on earlier today as the icebreaker. Uh, these people, they love to do an icebreaker. So they said to me, and I know this is going to appeal to you because if you're an F1 fan, what member of the team would you be on a Formula One team? What, what oh, job that's a good question. That is a good question. What's your answer? Driver. Instantly. No thought. Totally. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I'd be Nikita Mazepin and I would spin constantly and get very frustrated. I'd cause a fortune's worth of damage, but fuck me. If you're going to, if you're going to be on a team, you, you, there's no, no better position. Is there? Well, that's what I thought when they asked me the question, I, I said, surely this, and they, they, they went, yay, we got our driver. They were some kind of bingo thing. They're like, oh yeah, we got the driver. I was like, are you kidding me? What are you talking about? And, um, Although I, and then- I wouldn't mind being team principal. having Toto Wolf or Christian Horner's job. Just make, just knowing, knowing that you're kind of bringing all these bits together and you don't, you're not the expert engineer. You're not the aerodynamicist. You're not the fuel person or the strategy, but you're surrounded by incredible people. And your job is to just keep them all focused and make sure everyone's making the right decisions and make sure they've got all the things they need. There's something that, there's something quite uh, kind of nice about that sort of a job. I'd, I'd appreciate that one as well. For some reason, the Wizard of Oz is coming to my mind. Like <laughs> the whole thing. My cousin, Fraser, he's like a data dude for F one. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So literally, they're the man, aren't they? If you control mm. data, you control everything. <laughs> in a, in an F one team, yeah, I'd have to be the driver. Um, I was I was an awesome go kart. Um, like as a kid, could do anything in in a go kart. Yeah, but then I. I went to a track day once and um, I was awful at the rallying and I was gutted because I thought I'd be brilliant at the rallying and I was, and I was rubbish mm-hmm. too, 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 too delicate. Oh, right. Okay. Way more delicate than the, than the track. Interesting. Yeah. I've never, never done, never done that. Oh, really? Well, you've done, have you done a track day? No, but I only, only learned to drive a decade ago. And since then I've just been family cars. Oh, so, but but your F one fan fanboy, you know, love of F one does that not make you want to go and do a track day? Oh, desperately, desperately. So it, 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 it will happen at some point. I've absolutely no doubt. But beautifully, there's no time limit on it. You know, I'll always. I, I don't think I'm ever going to be too old to do it. Okay, so if uh, if we have anyone in the audience who is a uh, is the caretaker at Silverstone or <laughs> a, uh, the marketing manager at a track. Uh, day company then get team super dad along uh, because glenn glenn needs to, to to experience a track day funny story just to finish up i worked at a marketing agency once and the copywriter 
he was writing the copy for brochures on cars. Okay. Um, they went to a test track, like driving day, um, with all the people from Nissan and the people from the marketing agency. And then when it got to be his turn to have a drive in the car, he said, oh, no, I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing, isn't it? He's the copywriter for their pan-European car brochure. And he said, no, no, sorry, I can't drive. Um, uh, and I found out about this because as they came back into the building, the uh, the account director was literally shouting his head like screech still they they obviously must have traveled back half an hour from the flipping thing still shouting at him <laughs> well i suppose if, you, if you're writing a copy you just need to know what it looks like what it smells like what it feels like i guess yeah. well yeah oh, other, oh, people, you, other people, people say how can, you, how can you share the you know the driving experience or what the car really feels like if you don't know how to drive yeah, I mean, let's be honest, they make half of it up, innit? Just, you know, oh, it's smooth and, yeah, silky and, 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 and firm response and all that sort of shit. And, it, yeah, it, car adverts are all rubbish anyway. True. True that. True that. <laughs> uh, well, Glenn, we're heading towards the hour. It's been a pretty casual sort of stroll through our last week, really. Um, uh, we didn't get into anything too salacious or juicy. No, we didn't. And uh, uh, if you'd have asked me um, whether the words casual stroll were going to come near my mind after the Saturday, I'd have said, no, I'm not going <laughs> to move. I'm, I'm just going to sit on a sofa and just, uh, yeah, take a I, kind of, I didn't even drink my way through it. I just enjoyed the pain. So I think if you're, if you're a Team Superdad um, member, you're part of the Team Superdad community, if you're doing an event, then share it in the group and we'll see. A, if we can just celebrate and support you, but B, if we can team up and, and get other people along there, it'll be absolutely brilliant. We're definitely going to get some uh, more T-shirts uh, and uh, event flags and show up on mass and uh, and actually start to make a make a thing of these days out. I'll definitely throw down a challenge. I, I don't think there's anything that people will say that I'll think, yeah, it's not for me. Unless it's potholing. You can keep potholing. I'm so with you on that. So, so if you're a potholer, come on and tell us all about it because you're clearly <laughs> meant. <laughs> Although both of us are kind of built for potholing. Oh, used to be built for potholing. I'm massive now. Repiling <laughs> on those pounds. That's another whole subject. Well, join us tomorrow when we're talking to Martin about uh, about shedding that shedding those pounds. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this wrap up. Wrap up number forty two. The number that is from. Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which Glenn has informed me that Douglas Adams was the first person in the UK to own an Apple Macintosh and his good friend, Stephen Fry, was the second. Amazing. Every day is a school day. Exactly. Come back and join us next week as we wrap up another week and uh, come on over to Team Superdad Group. We'll see you in there, teamsuperdad.com forward slash group. Uh, Glenn. Great to have you here, as always. Likewise. Let's, uh, let's live, and, live and run another day. Yeah. See you next time. Take care. Bye. This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.